You're listening to Bold Leadership, Episode 68, Understanding Your Personality Improves Your Ability to Lead. Shut up and sit down. Greetings from the heartland of America, Guthrie, Oklahoma, and Hoboken Coffee Roasters. This is the Bold Leadership Podcast, where we are building bold leaders to solve tomorrow's toughest challenges. If this is your first time listening, then thanks for taking the time. The Bold Leadership Podcast is published every Tuesday for your enjoyment, and show notes are found at www.exsin.co. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed, iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud favorites. You can also follow us on Twitter at The Bold Leaders and Facebook. All links are in the show notes. And now, here are your hosts, former Air Force pilot, commander, and business owner Dave Evans with his partner in crime, former combat controller, wealth advisor, and deal maker extraordinaire, Phil Nichols. Let's get into the show. I think we can all agree that communication is a key to effective leadership. Do you understand your personality tendencies and how they affect your interaction with others? As I was once told, you must know yourself to be yourself. More importantly, you must know how you are perceived by others and how they receive information to communicate effectively. If you don't know how to effectively communicate, you are never going to be a great leader. Over the next four episodes, we are going to help you understand your personality tendencies, how they impact your culture, your sales team, and your leadership. In the final episode of this series, we are going to provide you with the five behaviors of a cohesive team. There are multiple personality assessments you can utilize to understand your tendencies, but we have found that DISC is the easiest to use and leverage with your team, customers, and suppliers. So I'm here with my good friend, Phil Nichols, my partner in crime. And I'm going to ask him a question. Phil, what is DISC? What is this amazing tool we use? Well, I think, you know, like most people probably, if you've been in business for, you know, at any time in the last 20, 25 years, you've probably heard people talk about DISC assessments. Um, of course, you and I know DISC is much deeper than that. But most people, I think, probably didn't understand the DISC assessments, which is, Simply, uh, it's a it's a multiple personality assessment that you can utilize to understand your tendencies. Um, you know, kind of figure out how best to communicate with folks, whether it's a coworker or a vendor or a client or a potential client. Um, you know, and this quite simply stands for the four different um, areas or personality types. Um, you know, D obviously is for dominance, I influence. S is steadiness and C is conscientiousness. Um, uh, but it, it's, it's a great way to, to know how to communicate with somebody. And also it's a great way, obviously, for you to understand how you communicate um, and how best to uh, match your communication style with that person that you're having a conversation with, whether it's business or personal is what we found. Well, I think Phil nailed it on the head. He talked about the four letters and we're going to get in a little more detail on this. When we talk about the different areas of the circle, these are your tendencies, and it's where you're going to fit in your personality assessment. But more importantly, it's how you communicate to others. So let's start with D. It's my favorite because Phil and I are both high DIs. Surprise, I'm a surprise. C. I'm a C. <laughs> yes, you are not. <laughs> uh, we're both high DIs. So we like to be around people. We like to talk. We like to be heard. Um, we are the most challenging people to deal with, honestly. Um, so what have you seen as a DI that impacts your ability to communicate with others, Phil? 
Well, I think, you know, and you, you hit on it, you know, we, we, not only do we like to be heard, we, we actually demand that we be heard and, and that's, uh, that's not always good, you know? And so you've got to really be self-aware, which obviously is the greatest gift you can have. I think Dave is if you're self-aware, then you can, you can work on yourself and you can effectively communicate with others. But for me, it's just, it's, it's, it's shutting up long enough to listen. You know, it's, it's hearing the other person out when, you know, they, you know, for example, if they're more, more of an S or a C, you know, they're going to want to understand the why, and they're going to paint a much broader story and a much broader picture, perhaps when we, you know, and maybe it's a, maybe they know, and I know the answer, but they go about it in a much more um, time consuming way than let's just say, than maybe what I want, where I just want to know you know, is it A, B, or C? Just tell me which one it is. I don't need to know which one it isn't. Just tell me which one it is. And so you got to be careful when you're a D because a D, Ds have a tendency to run over people. They have a tendency to uh, be perceived as being very rude, um, even if they're not trying to be rude or if, they're, if that's not their intention. Um, you can really come across in a way that can be very off-putting. Um, so you have to be really careful about that. I know me personally, um, and Dave, you know this about me, but um, matter of fact, he sent me a funny little text this weekend um, talking about my body language. And and I, not only do I have terrible body language, I don't I don't I don't just have it, but I'm a carrier, right? So I have horrible body language. Um, so you just got to be you got to be aware of that, and it and it helps you. Um, it just helps you more effectively communicate with others. Now, now what's funny about this is you know Phil and I are both the high D high I kind of guys and the unfortunate thing is we're also very large men so we have to be very careful when we walk into a room it's very intimidating not intended in any way no. and, and we both have had to work on being more uh open and understanding as we understand who we're working with and this I mean, stretches I've, across I've in literally david you know this you and i'm not no not mentioned names but you may recall we were in a meeting together one time and a guy felt like he had to tell me he wasn't afraid of me remember <laughs> and i I was going, okay. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> so you really it was do the nonverbal still. Yeah, you do, you, <laughs> well, that's probably what it was. But you really do have to be careful with it because you know that obviously is never your intention, or at least most times it's not your intention. But you know, you just you just don't want to be perceived that way, and and most importantly, you don't want to make people feel that way. You know, I mean, you want them to be comfortable and and feel like they can openly share with you. Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about eye influence. And what we're going to do as part of this is we're going to use some some pictures from the book Taken Flight that talks about personalizing and relates it to animals. So the D is your eagle. Just when you relate to that, think of an eagle. I is your influencer. It's a parakeet. And your influencer is a guy or gal that is the life of every party. So tell me about your thoughts on the influencer and, and the benefit to being that person. Well, again, I mean, you know, everything's got to be grounded with substance, right? You can get away with being a D and I and S or a C. I mean, they all work and there's all, there's very, very many uh, examples of very successful people in all four areas. Um, but it's, it's, you know, you got to have substance, right? So as an influencer, life of the party, you know, we call, I call them team captain, a team fun. I mean, they're, they're the ones that if you're at a, at a meet and greet or something like that. They're working the room, quote unquote, and talking to everybody and just having a blast, usually laughing and just back slapping and having a good time. Um, and that's great, but you better have some substance behind it, right? We, I saw a Harvard study one time that talked about um, the likability factor. And 
what it essentially said was, is, you know, people can like you, but if they don't feel like there's substance there, they still won't do business with you. And there's a lot of truth to that, you know? So influencers have to be careful. I think that they don't rely too much on their gregarious personality and their love of people. Um, they got to remember to bring along the toolbox that's got uh, solutions in it uh, in whatever industry or endeavor that may be in. I think it's well said, Phil, and I think you hit it. The next one is going to be S, and it's steadiness. That's the dove. These people hate conflict. They want everybody to get yep. along and whatnot. So how have you seen the, the S type uh, portray itself in the business place and the impact on the culture in a company? Well, I mean, a lot of times the dove or the S, you know, they're – they're, uh, well, I'm trying to think of the appropriate way to say this, but you know, you, they're, they're easily, um, easily offended, um, sometimes, or I shouldn't say easily, but they, 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 they're easier to offend. Maybe that's the right way of saying it. Um, but you know, they just, they, they, like I said, they don't like conflict, but that doesn't mean that they're not offended. That means they just won't say anything about it. And a lot of times if you're an S or if you're dealing with an S, especially if you're a D you know, you can just steamroll a poor S and not even realizing you're doing it, you know, and then it's too late. You know, the, the relationships never develops the, I mean, it's just a lot of problems. So, you know, the steadiness. Now, what I will say is great about an S is just as, as the name implies steadiness. I mean, they're very consistent, very steady. You know, there, you see a lot of S's in my opinion, in, um, um, the C, the, the accounting, departments usually in companies hr you'll see a lot of s's um just a lot of folks that are just very good listeners typically um but just don't want to rock the boat if you will yeah i think that's pretty accurate you know i don't want to pinhole anybody pigeonhole anybody right. to a specific career position right. but i think if you walk around an office you will see certain types flow to certain areas with certain tendencies not always true you can have ceos that are any of these well um, i mean a great example i think um of a, uh, a S um, that most people would remember um, is uh, uh, Michael Dell. He's an S. You know, he's he's very now he's got some D tendencies, which is unusual. That's probably why he was a genius. But but he's you know, but he had a lot of S characteristics. Right. You know? So you you can really I mean, there's there's countless examples. I mean, I somebody asked me the other day what. Uh, um, what uh i just went blank dave microsoft founder ceo oh, bill gates uh, bill gates is and i told him i said you know i've really never really studied bill gates and i'd ask you what, what do you think bill gates is me yeah i would say he's a high c sc yeah, i do if, if it was something that would be a high c yeah, I he's would an think. SC. but which which again not trying to pigeonhole people but you see that a lot in tech type personalities you know folks that and and, and again none of these are right or wrong I mean, there's not a right one or a wrong one. I think sometimes people think that if you're an automatic DNI, especially maybe when I know when I was younger and when I first did this, I thought, oh, okay, well, those are the right two, D and I. Well, no, they're not. No, there's they're not a not. right or a wrong no. one. It's just understanding which one you are. So the next one is the conscientious person, the C. Uh, we equate that to an owl. Very yep. methodical, very detail-oriented, very focused people. Um, they are the person that if you go into their office and you move something out of place, yeah. they will find it immediately. So that's yeah. a good way to check and who you're talking to, find out to see if their office is very neat and uncluttered and very specific. Probably a high C, good way to, to read that. So what? how do you see these, got, these young men and women impacting an organization? And what do they bring to the table for the team? 
Well, that, that, I mean, just day in, day out, you know, they, they follow processes well. They're very organized, very thoughtful. Um, you know, obviously the S and the C have, have some similarities. Um, you know, they're, you know, I, I think a good example that you and I would know, maybe some other people don't, but John general, John chain, for example, was a, was a C very conscientious. You know, I, I think there's, you know, there, there's just a lot of, of thoughtfulness in their actions and everything they do. You're right though, almost to an obsession on things being in the proper place, you know, where they go, how, how things are executed on. Uh, big process people, you know, C's are big process people. And they want to know the engineers, their detail yeah, level absolutely. focus, step by step that they yep. are going to, they're going to, you know, they're going to want to know every single little detail. And that's a good thing for an organization because if you leverage them in the right way and work together with them, they can really help the organization improve. Well, and that's why I tell people all the time, thank God engineers are C's. You know, I don't want somebody building a bridge that I'm going to be on that's a D. <laughs> you know, now there are engineers. Just get it D. done. Yeah, that just get it done. Matter. Hurry up. Hurry up. Get it done. <laughs> yeah. So not but, good. You know, again, we're having some fun there. Obviously, there are D's that are engineers also. And we're picking on ourselves, so don't take it. Yeah, we're picking please, on ourselves. Yeah. I mean, it's always easier to pick on yourself, right? But it's absolutely. Uh, but I but I do think that, you know, from a from a pure business perspective, just having an understanding that starts by understanding yourself is so valuable. You know, and again, no matter who you're you're communicating with, it's just it's imperative that you understand how you approach people. Cause if you can do that, then you have a better opportunity of knowing how people look at you, how, how, what they're thinking or how they're perceiving you. Um, so, and then you get into mirroring and all other kinds of cool things that can help you with communication. And, and, uh, and I could tell you, um, you know, my beautiful wife is very much a SC and we've been married 31 years and I, I may she always says that I, I, I caused more of the arguments in our 31 years of marriage, but she's prevented a lot of them from happening. And that goes back to that, that S, right? So she, so there's, I think, I think there, it takes all kinds and you match very well. A D can match very well with an S. I mean, they can't, you just have to be conscious of how each other communicates and how you go about doing things. So you, you, you great lead into the next topic we're going to talk about. And the question for everybody is, you know who you are. How do you know who somebody else is? So we're going to give you real, two really easy tips to figure this out. So if you're fast and outgoing, just determine when you meet a person, are they fast and outgoing or are they deliberate and reserved? Right. If they're fast and outgoing, they're a D or an I. Right. If they're deliberate and reserved, they're an S or a C. Yeah. So the next question is, are they details and results oriented or are they people and process focused? So if they're fast and outgoing and their details and results focused, they're a D. If they're deliberate and reserved and details and results oriented, they're a high C. Same thing. If they're fast and outgoing and people in process, they're an I. And if they're deliberate and reserved and people in process focused, they're an S. So you can make a quick assessment of who you're dealing with and how to talk to them. And that's what we're going to get. We're going to talk next about how personalities impact relationships because that's the key to this. And the good news for everybody that's listening to the podcast, there'll be a download on the site called Communication Kryptonite, where you can download all this stuff we're talking about in a slideshow presentation that gives you the way to talk to every personality type once you figure out who they are and you will be able to communicate more effectively with other people. So with that, how do personality tendencies impact relationships? 
Well, I mean, obviously, uh, and I'm, and again, I'll start by picking on myself, Dave, but, um, a, a, and I talked a little bit about it before, but, um, being a, a heavy D or a high D, you know, you, you have the, if you're not careful, you can dominate a conversation, which then doesn't make it a conversation. It makes it a lecture, right? And, Absolutely. And if that happens, then you're, you're not going to get the best outcome. I mean, you've got to really, I think it's hard to be a D because it's just, I mean, you, you know, you're, you're typically D personalities are very um, powerful and um, you know, you gotta be really careful that you just don't run over people um, whether you're working on a project with them or you're having a conversation with them or you're doing a sales proposal for them or you're, or even if you're perhaps a vendor's coming in and trying to help you with the service that your company may need. And if you're a heavy D, sometimes you, you're in such a rush to just get to the point that, and in most cases, that point is how much that you don't, that you're going to miss out on things that are really relevant to that process or that service or that project or that product that you're, you're looking at or that you're getting pitched by the uh, vendor for. So, you know, you just, you got to be careful, you know, you just, you got to be thoughtful in your hearing, you know, listening is, uh, is the most important thing for all four, um, this personality types, but for, for D it's extremely important that you talk less, listen more. And I think, so you bring up a good point about personalities and, and this goes for SSCs, D's or I's. You need to know who you're talking to because yeah. how you talk to them is how they're going to hear you. And if I, as a D walk in and, I'm really overbearing with a high C or a high S, they're going to shut down. I'm not going to get anything. They're going to go, whatever you want, I don't care. I don't want to deal with it. In the same exactly. token, if an S or a C comes in and starts trying to give me every detail to the plan, there's a good chance I'm going to block them out and miss it because I want to know the facts. Give me the three choices that matter, like Phil said earlier, and let's get a decision and get something done. Um, and that's not always the best thing for a company organization because fee people feel unwanted and unappreciated. Um, so you need to understand who you're dealing with. Uh, I would suggest if you have a company, have some fun, give people labels, make them owls, eagles, doves, and parrots. So when you walk into an office, you know what you're dealing with. So you walk in the parrot's office, you better ask about the family and kids and how the weekend was, right? Um, I yeah. think there's things you can do to build stronger relationships when you understand who you're talking to. But I think even, you know, you think about the names that have been assigned to the different personality types, right? The D, what's the D? It's an eagle. So by the name, we're implying, because when I think of an eagle, what do, what do you think of when you hear the name eagle? Overpowering, protector. Right. So it's all these strong words, personality yeah. traits, right? And I mean, I mean, the, the our nation's bird is even a, a bald eagle, right? So, and then if, if you're a poor you know, C, what's the name for a C again? An owl. It's no. an owl. <laughs> so I think you got to be careful with that because even the labels that not us, but other people put on this can be misleading because you can be an owl and be strong as all get out. Well, and now owl's a predator too. I mean, they, they're absolutely they, they are, but you know what I mean way. though? Yeah, I no, mean, I, you're right. You got, you just got to be careful with that because the names even imply things. And, you know, just because you're uh, an Eagle, a D doesn't mean that you're the only one that has the answers or that can get something done. You know, there's a million different ways to, to get something done. It's just, how, you know, what road or what path do you choose? So I think, again, you just got to be very, uh, you just got to be aware, got to be aware of, of, of 
the path that typically those personality traits want to take so that you can be a good team member when you're in a conversation with them or you're uh, doing a project with them. And, and I think you bring up a good point about how the tendencies impact relationships, right? Because if you perceive somebody as weak, you're going to treat them that way. And you should never do that. You should always no. be open to listen to what they have to say. You should always work together to resolve conflict. You should always find a solution that's best for the organization, not best for your personal position. This is a side discussion, but the reality of it is, is that if you don't know how a person is communicating and you can't understand where they're coming from, you can't build a very strong company or a team. Right. You just can't do it. It's impossible. Right. Right. So, Phil, I want to ask a question. Why does any, I mean, we're talking about this. Why does any of this matter? Well, I mean, I, you know, for me, it, it only matters if you want to have a peaceful, successful life. So if those things don't matter to you, don't worry about it. You know, but if you want to have a peaceful, successful life, have great relationships, have a great relationship with your partner, have a great relationship with your children, your coworkers, um, you know, just if that matters to you, then you ought to pay attention to this. <laughs> That's the only time, because what we're talking about is the single most important thing. It's, it's how do we treat one another? How do we communicate? Well, I, and I tell you, to add on to that, you know, for the people out there that are more worried about other things, about being a successful team and selling more and making more money, if you can't relate to other people, you're not going to be an effective leader. You're not going to sell more, and you're going to struggle to build a strong team and a successful company. Would you agree with that? Yeah, 100%. I just met with an individual this morning, Dave, as you know, and and uh, a new employee uh, for one of our companies, and and you know, and this is always entertaining because she's very much a DI as well. And it's like two worlds colliding when you get two D and I's in the room together. Right. So you gotta be very, that's, that's usually when there's a lot of running over each other in the conversation, you know, finishing, finishing each other's sentences, you know, stuff like that. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's all about relationships. It's all about, like you said, Dave, building high quality, high functioning teams. If you're focused on those things, then great things happen. If you're not, you know, it typically, you know, it gets pretty bad pretty quick. Well, I don't think I could have closed out this episode any better. So with that, I will tell you, click the link below the podcast, grab the download. It's the keys to communication kryptonite. And with that, Phil and Dave, we are out of here. Thanks for listening to the show. Our show notes can be found at www.exit.co. If you liked it as much as we think you did, be sure to go to iTunes and leave us a review. 